know about you, but when you're putting a message together, and then you have all these little cues over the last few days to make sure, like, and it just cues into, and, and it lets you home in and let you know that you're, the rabbit that you're hunting is the right rabbit. And we were at prayer yesterday for, uh, at uh, men's prayer yesterday at 7 o'clock in the morning here, just saying, if you're free, come by. Um, and what we were talking about hit this topic. And then all the songs that we're singing about hit this topic. And what I want to talk to you about is watch your mouth. Just turn to somebody and say, watch your mouth. And you get to, see, we're going to be doing this a lot. So you're going to be able to do, do it with a little bit of a swagger. Watch your mouth. Because you need to be watching what you're saying. We get a little slangish. Watch your mouth. <laughs> it's good, though. Um, hallelujah. So Pastor Gary's New Year's revelations, I want to keep on, every time I talk, I want to keep these alive because they're true. And, and you know, he's been talking about global glory. And in order to receive this global glory, we, may, we must believe the things that he's been saying. Because it's, it qualifies along with this. They talk about, uh, the first one is Second um, Chronicles 2020. Put up your right hand and repeat after me. I have the life of God in me. I have the love of God in me. And I have his nature. And I have his mercy. Therefore, therefore, for I'm more than a conqueror through him that loved me. That is Christ Jesus. Speak to my heart. Change my life. Manifest yourself in me, in this place, in this city, in Jesus' name. Amen. So, yeah. Mm. Sometimes you just got to say something. That's why you got to watch your mouth. We got a lot of power in this thing. It's loaded. Amen. So, Pastor Gary's first one, 2 Chronicles 2020. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. And what has he been talking about? Glory, gold, <laughs> glory. Yeah, global glory. If you believe that, you're going to receive that. You'll have that, amen? Number two, fear not. And he's talking about having a reverential fear for God. If you have a reverential fear for God, when this global glory hits, you're going to be able to operate inside of that, right? It won't sweep you away. You'll be swept up in it. Number three, um, you are complete in him. And that global glory will complete you even more. Number four, it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Well, what's all in the kingdom? Enjoy the Holy Ghost. What's that? The glory. And he wants it globally. Amen? So, like, I mean, really, it's, for, <laughs> it's happening. So, and then number five, be steadfast, be unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor, what you do is not in vain. Why? Because everything that you do is setting you up to receive and to and to operate in the global glory. Stick with it. Don't leave. Why? Because it's hidden. It's hidden. And you don't want to miss it. My bedrock truths. I got, I got a couple. Number one, God cannot lie. It's impossible for him to lie. And in Habakkuk 2.14, pastors have been talking about this. For the earth shall be filled with knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. 
He said that. God cannot lie. So the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory. God didn't lie. This earth is being filled up right now as we speak with the knowledge of the glory. But then I, I was thinking about the last part of this, as the water covers the sea. Huh? Water covers the sea. Did anybody get that? I can understand as water covers the ground. Huh? But as water covers the what sea? The glory. The glory. Come on. Now, number two, his word is true. We could trust him. We could trust him. If he says you're healed, you're healed. If he says you're prosperous, you're prosperous. He didn't stutter. Amen? Number three, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Number four, as he is, so are we. And number five, God is a good God. God is a good God. So they believe in the your God. He cannot lie, and his word is true. Amen? In Luke 137, it says, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. With God, all things are possible. Without him, ain't nothing happening. Right? Um, the Living Bible says, for every promise from God will surely come true. Every single one. That means everything, every promise in this book will come true if you believe it and apply it, right? The passion, it says, not one promise from God is empty of power, for nothing is impossible with God. Nothing. No thing is impossible. So reading this and knowing this are two different things, though, right? Are you expecting what, whatever the Lord says for you to do is possible, that you can do it? If he said, if he said you can do it, you can take it to the bank that you're going to do it, no matter what? Come on now. Yeah, what is your expectation regarding this specific assignment or the word that has been spoken over you? What about this word in Habakkuk 2.14? The earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. Do you believe that? Do you believe that the knowledge of the glory of the Lord is going to be fulfilled in your life? Huh? Come on now. We put ourselves in there. So we shall be filled, not the earth. Well, we're earthen vessels anyways, right? But we're going to be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. So you start walking around, you start sowing those seeds. Thank you, Lord, I'm filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. Come on. It'll change the way you walk. That's why you got to watch your mouth. Amen. Come on now. That glory starts busting out out of you, and then you want to go tell somebody off, and then they go? You can't do that. Of like Jesus did. Amen? So, great expectations, great results, and great expectation will push you through every time. Um, any and all setbacks and, and discouragement, especially when you, you know, when we're hunting these kind of rabbits and we're hunting something this big, realize that there's going to be discouragement that's going to try, try, small t, try to come upon you. Why? Trying to get you off the path. Right? That's why we have to be steadfast and unmovable, always abounding, going forward, because there's somebody there trying to take us off our path, right? But it says, great expectation will push you through any and all setbacks or, or discouragements. 
especially when you don't see things happening. God, when's it going to happen? It's happening for them. When's my turn? Well, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Me too. Join the Me Too movement. They're getting blessed. Me too. Yeah, happens all the time, everywhere I go. I'm a blessing going somewhere to happen. I'm so blessed I can't stand it. Shoot. Come on. Um, okay, turn with me, please, Genesis chapter 8. Woohoo! Genesis chapter 8. How you doing? Good? Awesome. You're looking like all happy and stuff, right? You're healed? Come on. That's awesome. Come on. Praise the Lord. Jesus is so good. And we have the healer in the house. Amen. Amen. I'm going to read Genesis chapter 8, verse 8 to 11 in the New King James. Just makes it a little bit easier to read. Um, and it says, And he, Noah, also sent out from himself a dove to see if the waters had receded from the face of the ground. But the dove found no resting place for the sole of her foot, and she returned unto, into the ark to him. For the waters were on the face of the whole earth, so he put out his hand and took her and drew her into the ark to himself. Verse 10. And he waited yet another seven days. And again he sent the, the dove out from the ark. Then the dove came to him in the evening, and behold, a freshly plucked olive leaf was in her mouth. And Noah knew. Noah knew that the waters had receded from the earth. But the thing is, what I want to get back to is this little olive leaf caused Noah to know. These little battles that you are going through when you're battling health issues is going to cause you to know that the word is working. You need to know when you see all of leaves in your life starting to happen starting to pop up, you need to know God's got this. God's got you. And hey, listen, all it is is one little leaf. That's all you need. Why? First the blade. <laughs> Come on now. Then the air, and then the full corn of the So this thing is starting to move. God is moving. Come on now. You get that? No? Yeah, okay. You got quiet on me now. All right. So, you, but as you begin to celebrate the little battles, what happens? It changes your focus, and you're celebrating. Shout to the Lord. Why? Because the battle is the Lord's. If the battle is the Lord's, you're saying, hey, this battle is yours. Take it. That's why you're going to watch your mouth. Take this. And realize that he already took it. But I thank you, Lord, that you took it. And you're taking it, and you'll continue to take it. In AM19, it will not come back again. Come on, you need to be saying some stuff, right? And sometimes all you need is, is a little olive leaf to put you over. It's all you need, one little leaf, and it'll put you over. Turn to Philippians chapter 4, please. Hallelujah. Philippians 4. Through it all. 
Our eyes are on you. Love that song. Praise and worship, you guys. Come on. That good? That was so rich. Oh. Yeah. You made it feel um, intimate. It was an intimate worship tonight, today, tonight, today, forever. Amen. It was really good. I liked it. Um, Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Amen. New Living says, I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. Where's your strength come from? My strength comes from the Lord. Message. Listen to this. Where, whatever I have, wherever I am, I can make it through anything in the one who makes me who I am. Say it again. Whatever I have, wherever I am, wherever you are, you're going to make it through. It says, I can make it through anything in the one who makes me who I am. Who made you? Who's your daddy? Come on. This means that we have the power and the strength to do anything and everything that God has put in our hearts to do. Absolutely. Right? Philippians 4.13 means that we have access to unlimited power. You've got to believe it in your heart, confess it with your mouth, that we can do all things through Christ, why? Because he's strengthening us, and faith comes by hearing, right? But you can chip away your courage by entertaining doubt. You can chip away your faith by entertaining doubt. That's why you can't let that stuff in. You cannot let that stuff in. You focus on, and when you focus on the word, you, you activate greater courage in your life. The more we focus on the word, the bigger we get on the inside. Amen? And it's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> In John 10, 30, Jesus said, I and the Father are one. I and the Father are one. In Genesis 1, 26, God said, let us make man in our image. But Jesus said, I and the Father are one. Now he's saying, let, now God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Let them have dominion. Right? Um, let's go to Psalms 82. Please. Pastor's been digging on these, uh, on these, and it's just been, um, the more you think about it, the bigger it gets on the inside. And yeah, we're, we are going somewhere, somewhere. Um, Psalms 2, verse 6, please. Are you there? All right. It says, I have, I have said you are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. Now, going back to here, Jesus said, I and my Father are one. And then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion. Now he's saying, I have said you are gods and all of you are children of the Most High. Mic drop. Boom. The complete Jewish Bible says, my decree is, you are Elohim, God's judges, sons of the Most High, all of you. All of you. He didn't let anybody go. He said all of you. So that means we all qualify. Amen? All right. Let's go to 2 uh, Corinthians chapter 2, please. 2 Corinthians 2. Love this. Verse 14. Now. Whenever it says now, find out what now means, right? Now. Right now. Right now. Now. Tomorrow. Now. Now, thanks be to God, which... So, you give thanks by saying, right? 
It says, now thanks be to God, which causes us to triumph in Christ. Always causes us to triumph in Christ. Why? Because we're thanking him. The more you thank him, the more triumphant you become. Sometimes when we're not where we, where, where we think we should be, maybe our thank level is a little bit low. Maybe our gratitude level is a little bit low. Sometimes. Um, but it says, now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ and makes manifest the savor of his knowledge. Savor. That's, that's essence. Right? Brother Paul and I have been smoking everything lately. He, he just picked up a new smoker. And, and Joey's in on it. James is in on it. We've got to smoke in church here. I'm telling you right now. And it's so good. You walk in this place sometimes and all you do just... There's a sweet, there's a sweet savor of barbecue, smoking. Mm. And we cover all the three food groups, too, beef, chicken, and pork. I'm telling you, it is such a beautiful thing. Sorry about vegans, but, you know. Can't smoke tofu. <clears throat> Anyways. No, I, yeah, okay. No, it's that a, yeah, no. No. Okay, so it makes manifest the savor of his knowledge, of his knowledge by us in every place. For we, verse 15, for we are unto God a sweet savor uh, of Christ in them that are saved and in them that perish. Listen to this in, in the uh, um, New King James. Now, thanks be to God who always leads us, who always leads us. And it goes with uh, Romans 8, 14. For as many as are led by the sons of God, they are the, or spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And so going back here, now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. So when you let him lead, he's going to lead you in triumph. Through, and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. Okay, um, people that work in um, beauty salons, a diffuser makes something small and just makes it big, right? Spreads it all over. Well, we're being used as diffusers, taking this glory in everywhere we go. That's why it says, and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge. Why? Because we're filled with the knowledge of the glory, and we get to diffuse all of the knowledge that we have everywhere we go. So, uh, diffuse, to spread or cause to spread over a wide area or among a large number of people. That's what it says. That's what we do. <laughs> Amen. Um, John 17, please. Hallelujah. That's why we got to watch our mouths. We got to watch what we say. Because there is so much power in the glory. If the, if the Bible talks about the Lord being, what, fire from the, from the loins up, fire from the loins down, and every time the glory showed, fire fell, and if we get filled with the glory when we do, fire will fall, burning off disease, off of people, that's why we got to watch what we say, because Jesus said we'll have what we say. But if we get too busy saying what we have, 
<laughs> There'd be a whole lot of smoking going on, but it won't be, won't be good. <laughs> People going around getting toasted. <laughs> they cut you off. What are you going to do? You can't cuss them out. You're not allowed to do that. Praise the Lord. Okay, are you John? John chapter 17, verse 21. I love this. Actually, let's go to 20. And it's Jesus' prayer. And it says, Neither pray I for those alone, but for them also, which shall believe on me through their word. Why? You got to watch your mouth, because we believe on him through our words. People are watching us, and especially, they don't watch us when things are good. They really don't. Because when things are good, um, you make people tired because you're too happy. Right? And you just get on the nerves. And they just look at, oh, it's you again, the happy Christian. But when things, when the, when the stuff hits the fan, then they're watching and saying, okay, sister Christian, what you going to do now? What you going to do? I'm going to wash my mouth. I'm going to praise them anyways. Amen. You put a, come on now, you put a grin on your grill. Why? Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. And what are you, you going to do? <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to confuse by diffuse. You will confuse. I just got that. Thank you, Jesus. You're going to confuse by diffuse. Because that will freak people out. And it always does. Why aren't you going crazy? For what? During this whole COVID thing, did you feel like you're in a bubble? Like, you're, you, it's almost like you're watching, you're, you're here, like, you're, you're watching all of this, and you're hearing, all, like, there's people dying out there, and there's all this stuff going on, but it's like, uh, like, you're watching it happen somewhere, like, like, we're in the land of Goshen, we had light in the land of Goshen, right? And, and why is that? Because our diffusers are working, and diffusers are causing confusion. And so and it doesn't, COVID don't know what to do with us. Can't touch this. Oh. Anyways, don't go there. Yeah. So he says, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word, verse 21, that they all may be one. All. He wants us all one with him. As you, Father, are in me, I in you, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe. See, that's the diffusing part of this. The world's going to believe through you that you sent me. And the glory which you gave me, I have given them. I have given them. So we've got it already. But we've got to cultivate it. We've got to mix it up. We've got to stir it up. Why? The more you, it's like, it's, it's kind of like one of those um, uh, bottles of soda and you shake it up, right? And the more that you shake it, when it, when it blows its cork, the glory that's on the inside of you is just going to be diffused all over the place. But if you don't shake it up, it just sits there dormant. You got to shake yourself up. You got to shake it. Shake it till you make it. Come on now. And you will. It says, and the glory which, I, which you gave me, I have given them, that they may be one, even as we are one. 
Verse 23, I am them, you and me, that they may be made perfect or mature in one, that the world may know that you sent me, and you have loved them as you have loved me. Woo-hoo! And like I said before, it's, it's being completely blended. And here we are in this great big blender. you got God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, and, and us. Tossed into a blender, put on frappe, pour it into a glass, People who look at this glass and say, man, I don't know if this is God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, or is it Linda? I can't tell. Why? Because you're all one. And we are all one when we shake it up and then diffuse. It's awesome. Listen to this in the Passion. I pray for them to be joined to have to go to the Passion at least once. Come on. It says, I pray for them to all be joined together as one, even as you and I, Father, are joined together as one. I pray for them to become one with us so that the world will recognize, the world's going to recognize that you sent me. But verse 22, for the very glory you have given me, I have given them so that they will be joined together as one and experience, experience the same unity. There, he wants to experience some things. We should be experiencing some things on a daily basis. And we are. All you got to do is look around. Look around. We're experiencing things all the time. God's doing stuff for us. There's favor doors opening for us all the time. All right. Three people said amen. There's favor doors opening for us all the time. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Y'all said that they were playing with them crickets in the back. <laughs> Don't do that. Mm, mm, mm. It says, experience the same unity that we enjoy. Verse 23, you live fully in me, now I live fully in them. Come on, the fullness of who he is living on the inside of you. All of who he is fully, top to bottom, north, south. Absolutely everything. He said he's fully in us. So we should be walking around like we're full. <laughs> full. Amen. He says, you live fully in me, now I live fully in them, so that they will experience perfect unity, and the world will be convinced that you have sent me, for they will see. Here's how they're, they're going to see something. The world wants to see something that you love each one of them with the same passionate love that you have for me. So once we start loving one another, that's the sign, isn't it? That is the sign. Loving one another. Huh. Jesus treated people like they never sinned. Zacchaeus. He was a tax collector. And they called him everything but his name. For real. Why? They hated him. But Jesus called him by his name. And his name meant innocent one. He was far from that. But Jesus called him by his name. Innocent one. What are we calling people we don't like? What are we calling people in the government? In the government. We got to watch your mouth. Say la. Mark 423. 
<laughs> Drop the. But it's true. And the thing is, is that it's a learned process that we're learning to do this. It's a love walk, right? It's not a love sprint. It's a love walk. And we're learning how to do this and learning how to love our enemies, to bless those that persecute us. Come on. Anybody that says that's easy? Um, fucking this. Because I'll tell you what, you're lying. For real. Yeah, no, no, doesn't work that way. Um, Mark chapter 4, please, verse 23. I love this. Jesus said, if any man has ears to hear, let him hear. The earth, we shall be filled with the glory of the Lord. Knowledge of the glory of the Lord. Amen. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. And he said unto them, take heed what you hear. Take heed to what you hear. With what you measure, um, uh, what, what, with what you measure, you, you measure it with, it shall be measured to you. And unto you that hear shall more be given. For he that has, to him shall be given. And he that has not, from him uh, shall be taken even that which he has. Now, listen to this in the uh, Passion Translation. If you understand what I'm saying, you need to respond. I like that. If you, really, if you understand what I'm saying, you need to respond. In other words, and there should be an action. There should be an action. And then he said unto them, be, that wasn't me, that was, that's the passion. It says, be diligent to understand the meaning behind everything that you hear. For as you do, more understanding will be given to you. And according to the depth of your longing to understand, much more will be added to you. There's a longing to understand. You've got to want to. For those who listen with open hearts will receive even more revelation. But those who don't listen with open hearts will lose that, that little they think they have. Now, Pastor Gary sent me an article the other day, and, and it's, it's very cool. Um, it's from the Temple Institute, and it's called Positivity and the Holy Temple. Positive speech. Listen to this. Do not underestimate the power of your own words. What comes out of your mouth shapes who you are. Right? Well, I'm fat. I'm skinny. I'm bald. I'm hairy. Right? You hear all these people, I'm too this, I'm too that, I'm too this, I'm too that. And what are they? They're exactly what they said they were. Watch your mouth. What comes out of your mouth shapes who you are. Negative words bring on negativity. How deep is that? I know, but it's, but it's true. Positive words make our world better. Right? Guard your tongue, and it will guard you. And know that only good comes from talking to God. Only good comes when you talk to God. When you pray and speak his word, what happens? Good comes. All the time. So with that, we go to Proverbs chapter 4, please. Proverbs chapter 4. Get any of this? Yes. Watch. <laughs> Walking around going. <clears throat> you're going to be tempted to say something you're going to hear in the back of your mind. Watch your mouth. We have permission. Just practice. Turn to somebody and say, watch your mouth. 
Come on, no, no, with an attitude. You know, come on now. Yeah, watch your mouth. <laughs> but husbands, don't say that to your wives with that kind of a tone. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. He'd be picking your lips up off the floor. Because she slapped the taste right out your mouth. It's like, oh, taste to see the Lord is good. Mm, taste this. <laughs> you be tasting something. Mm-mm-mm. No. All right, here you hit Proverbs chapter four yet? All right, my son. They must be from Newfoundland. My son. Attend to my words. Acline thine ear and to my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. What? The words that you speak. Keep your heart or guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it are flow the issues of life. Put away from thee a forward, forward mouth. That's a disobedient mouth, right? And perverse lips put far away from thee. And perverse just means twisted, like wicker, twisted. New Living Translation, it says, uh, I just love this one, this one line. It says, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Your heart, yeah, so... What you put in your heart is going to determine the course of your life. Why? Because when your heart gets full, your mouth. Right? And your mouth is going to open up doors. It's going to close doors. It's going to bless. It's going to curse. It's going to do all of that stuff. Um, Deuteronomy uh, chapter 30, please. Woo! Deuteronomy 30. What's up, man? You all right? Oh, good. I'm having a time. I'm learning to watch my mouth. <laughs> Hallelujah. Um, Deuteronomy 30, verse 19. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, therefore, choose life that both you and your seed may live. Isn't that something? Your words are going to affect you and your seed. So that's you, your chilling, your grandchildren, your grandchildren's chilling. That's all your seed after you. Perpetual. New Living says, today I've given you the choice between life and death, between blessing and curses. Now I call on heaven and earth to witness the choice that you make. Heaven and earth is going to witness the choice that you make today. Mm. That's big. Oh, that you would choose life so that you and your descendants might live. Come on. I know I had praying grandparents and praying. I had a praying mama. <laughs> my mama prayed. My wife prayed. Everybody prayed for me because I was a heathen from hell. Was, was, praise the Lord. Yeah, no, no, I, I went crazyville. It was nuts. But prayers. Stop praying for your kids. Mm -mm -mm. Nope, don't do it, don't do it. Psalms 34, please. Verse 1. Again, we got to watch our mouth. So if we do this, we really won't have to watch our mouths too much. 
Verse 1, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul, my mind, my will, and my emotion shall make her boast in the Lord. Again, this is all about talking, isn't it? The humble shall hear thereof and be glad, but the proud is going to be mad. Because they will. You go around and around these heathens and say, yeah, my God meets all of my needs. They're going to look at you. You've got to be in your crazy mind. What's wrong with you? Talking that God stuff around here. But then when he does, oh, well, how'd that happen? <laughs> Want to introduce me? Sure. Sure. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Magnify the Lord with me. When you make God bigger than your problem, come on, that's the deal. Let us exalt his name together. And I sought the Lord, and he heard me. And he delivered me from some of my fears. No, all of my fears. They looked unto him, and their faces were lightened. Come on. You know, you're, you, you know when you run into Christians that are of the same caliber, wavelength, and they just, you, you light each other up. Because why? You just start talking about Jesus. And sometimes you don't have to just start talking about Jesus. You just start talking. And what's in you, all and the changes around you. Joey and I were at the gym and, and just start talking, and and so the atmosphere changes, right? And, and boy, because when two or more get together, there he is in the midst. It works. It's very cool. Um, this poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles. Verse 7, the angel of the Lord encamps around about them that fear him and delivers them. He's encamped around you, and he's going to deliver you again. Verse 8, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is a person that trusts in him. Oh, fear the Lord, ye his saints, for there is no want to them that fear him. The young lions do lack and suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good. thing is in italics. It says you, you're not going to want any good. Why? Because all the good's coming to you. Amen? Listen to this in the passion. Getting ready to close, too. Um, Lord, I'm bursting with joy over what you've done for me. Bursting. My lips are full of perpetual praise. I'm boasting of you and all your works. So let all who are discouraged take heart. Join me, everyone. Can you imagine? Join me, people! Tattoo! Bath the plan, the plan. <laughs> Come. <laughs> I'm boasting all of you and all of your works. So let all who are discouraged take heart. Join me, everyone. Let's praise the Lord together. Let's make him famous. Woo. Let's make his name glorious to all. Listen to my testimony. Listen to my testimony. Everybody here has a testimony. I was lost, now I'm found. Praise the Lord. I took the Lord places I didn't want to. He shouldn't have went. Thank God he's faithful. He's faithful to his word. It says, listen to my testimony. And listen, it says, I cried to God in my distress, and he answered me. Period. <laughs> I know, it's deep, isn't it? Isn't it deep? <laughs> I cried to the Lord in my distress, and here. That was it. He answered me. 
He freed me from all my fears. Verse 5, gaze upon him. Join your life with his, and and joy will come. Join your life with his, and joy will come. Your faces will glisten with glory. You'll never wear that shame face again. Come on now. You will never, ever, ever wear that face again. No shame. No shame. Verse 6, when I had nothing, I was desperate. I was defeated. I cried out to the Lord, and he heard me, bringing his miracle deliverance, and when I needed it the most. Come on, that's our life. When we needed him the most, he was there. Thank you, Jesus. Verse 7, the angel of the Lord stooped down to listen as I pray. Come on, the angel of the Lord stooped down to listen as he prayed. There's people listening as you pray. What'd he say? What'd he say? Thank you for healing. Send it on down. What'd he say? What do you say? Meet all my needs? Load him up. What'd he say? What'd he All my children are taught of the Lord. Bring them kids home. What'd he say? Are you getting this? Man. The angel of the Lord stooped down to listen as I prayed, encircling me, empowering me, and showing me how to escape. He will do this for everyone who fears God. Every single one. Drink deeply of the pleasures of of this. Oh, my goodness. Drink deeply of the pleasures of this God. Experience for yourself the joyous mercies he gives to all who turn to hide themselves in him. Worship in awe and wonder. All you have been made holy. For all who fear him will feast with plenty. Verse 10, even the strong and the wealthy will grow weak and hungry, but those who passionately pursue the Lord will never lack any good thing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Oh, one more verse. Um, Two. Psalms 141, verse 3, it says, Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep the door of my lips. Set a watch. Watch your mouth. New Living, um, in Proverbs 21, 23, Watch your tongue. Keep your mouth shut, and you'll stay out of trouble. I don't know. Pretty deep. But it's true. Yeah. Say nothing. And the very, this is my last verse, Romans 8, 28, because we've been living in this as a church lately. We have been, and it works. That's why um, there's been no COVID, no COVID here. Right? There has been none. Romans 8, 28, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love the Lord. Everything is working together for our good. Everywhere we go. It is working together for our good. Come on now. Everything we put our hands to, it is working together for our good. Even if it don't look good, it's still working together for our good. It may not look right now, but I'll tell you what, whatever that is, it is still working together for my good. Why? Because we will see the, come on, we will see the glory of the Lord. Put out your diffusers. Confuse. So it says, for all things work together for 
for good to them that are love God and to them who are be called, which we are, according to his purpose, which we're doing. Amen. Hallelujah. We hope this message has encouraged you in your relationship with the Lord. For more information and ministry resources, we invite you to visit our website at www.newcovenantchurch.ca. We look forward to you joining us next time as we continue to live victoriously.